On today's episode, we're going to talk about a form of marketing that most Amazon sellers don't even consider, but it has a 99% open rate and a 20% click-through rate. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. And we've got somebody on the line today that is going to talk about something we've never talked about in over 200 episodes. Uh, We've got Ari. Ari calling in from LA. Ari, how's it going? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing just delightful. Thanks. Now, one thing we do on, on this show when we first start, before we get into the meat and potatoes, I always like just just learning about the the individual's journey to get where they are now. So uh, you said you're in L.A. right now. Uh, were you born and raised here in California, or where were you born and raised? I was born in Togo in West Africa, actually. <laughs> Nowhere near L.A. Ah, okay, cool. Cool. Excellent. A little bit farther away from uh, from from L.A. Now, so like when you were like eight, nine, ten years old, were you still there? Yeah, uh, I didn't move to L.A. until I was like 12. OK, so so right before you moved to L.A., like what was your like, you know, when, when you're growing up there, eight, nine, ten years old, what was your ambition as far as career wise? Like like, hey, I want I want to be this when I grow up. Yeah, I think I wanted to be like a fighter jet pilot <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Top Gun. Yeah, fighter jet pilot. Uh, I always loved those, looking at those when I was a kid. So that was kind of like what I wanted to do. (laughs) Okay, okay. I like it. You know, sometimes I get people on here and they give me the most boring of answers. And I'm sorry, guys, if if you're listening back to this episode, I'm calling you out. But they're like, oh, yeah, I wanted to be an accountant or I wanted to be in uh, this. I'm like, oh, my goodness. What eight-year-old strives to be an accountant? Eight-year-old should want (laughs) to be fighter pilots. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. So, so then you moved to Chicago. Um, now, when you graduated high school, did, did you enter uh, university at all? Yeah, I went to college uh, uh, in Indiana, um, and uh, I was going for pharmacy, actually, uh, and I didn't really like it, so I ended up dropping out. I graduated at like... Well, I graduated high school at like 16 or right before I turned 17. So there was not much that I was, could really do <laughs> that I could really do. Uh, so I was playing video games professionally on Twitch. This was like in 2013. And I wanted to be like a professional video gamer. Uh, and obviously my parents were like, no, you can't do that. Kids don't make money playing video games. And now today, uh, kids are just making so much money playing video games. Then I went to college again. I tried to go to college for the second time. I went to uh, University of um, Roosevelt University in Chicago, but I also didn't really like it. I was going for computer science, and I'm like, man, maybe college is not for me. So I started to learn coding. I met a friend who was doing consulting at the time, um, a good friend, Victor Kong, and uh, so he sent me like. Uh, Envato and Treehouse and I was like you know what? I'm just going to learn coding on my own maybe that would be a much faster way to actually doing what I wanted to do I then started to do small website projects uh, with 
my friend in Chicago, we even did like a small agency to help businesses build sites. And then we transitioned into marketing because we realized in order to get brands to pay us every month, we had to do some sort of recurring marketing and do marketing every month. Uh, so we started to transition into marketing and that's when I first got into Facebook marketing. And after learning Facebook ads for a while, I worked with one of my friends, e-commerce store, uh, helping helping him optimize his store. And we uh, took the store from literally zero to like $100,000 a month in revenue for his e-commerce store in like five months. So that was like a lot of learning and like driving traffic, optimizing stores, et cetera. So I started to work on my personal brand around like Facebook and helping e-commerce businesses either optimize their store, or leverage Facebook ads. Um, and while doing that, uh, it was a, just a great learning experience. And around that time too, Facebook Messenger marketing was starting to get a little bit more popular. So I got into Messenger marketing early, specifically for e-commerce. Because like one, once you get the taste of e-commerce, you can't really go back. People kind of knew me as like this guy who was doing like Messenger marketing for only e-commerce. And Facebook was also making a lot of changes to the messenger marketing space. So I started to transition into text marketing because I knew I wanted a channel like email where there's no control over your audience. No one can tell you like, hey, you need to send at this time or you can't send to these people or approve what you're going to send. So text was that channel. And right around there, there was like software companies that were coming out and then making text more available for e-commerce brand and more integrated. Uh, so I was probably one of the first ones to have an agency that is specifically doing text marketing. Even today, there's barely any agencies that are doing text marketing for e-commerce businesses. ConvertSmart, my current agency, we've been helping direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands uh, leverage text marketing. And we recently introduced emails, email marketing as well. Uh, and just allowing brands to reach their customers directly, build meaningful relationships and generate millions of dollars in revenue uh, through mobile messaging. Uh, so we really focus on mobile text marketing and mobile email. That's our specialty. And we're not looking to be like some full service agency offering like 20 different services and just suck at all of those services. Uh, we really want to specialize um, so that's what we do. Um, we are a conversational marketing agency and we want to help bridge that gap between the brand and the customer by crafting awesome messages that get their customers to convert. Yeah. So, I mean, people, I think are used to like email marketing and, you know, they, they say, oh, you know, my, my open rates only, you know, 5%, 10%, 15% or something. And, and my, my, my CTR click through rate is, is less than 5%, you know, 2%, 1%, even less. but how does that compare with with text marketing? Yeah, so with text marketing, open rates are very high. Obviously, you cannot measure an open rate uh, through text, but with everyone in the text marketing space, and by everyone, I mean the platforms and consultants and marketers, based on just the data that we see, we've concluded that you get 99% open rates on text, uh, but what can be measured is that 80% of those texts are open within 90 seconds of being received. So that's a lot of reach that you get uh, compared to something like email, 
where you're seeing 20% open rates if you're actually really, really good. Uh, but we're not saying to stop using email. Email is still a very effective channel, but text is meant to supplement that email traffic because with text, you reach more people uh, more quickly and people are more likely to see the message that you want to send. Okay. Now, yeah, I, th- I agree that, you know, hey, no matter what, everybody still should should do, you know, email marketing. But then maybe some people might be wondering like, okay, well, do I still do many chat and SMS or, or text marketing? Uh, or do you feel it should be, in addition to email, they should pick one or the other, or still they should even do both as far as the, the messenger and, and text? Yeah, that's a good question. I think you should do text and email because doing text, email, and Messenger, obviously you do have customers on Messenger, but Messenger and text are very similar where it's still on the customer's phone. Uh, but I would argue that's much easier to reach that customer on text than Messenger because text is just pre-installed on their app, uh, on their phone when they get it, and more people are more likely to open their text messages and open the Messenger app. Um, although open rates on Messenger are still pretty high, I still recommend using text over messenger because with text, you own the audience. Facebook doesn't own your audience. They can't tell you like that you have to pay a certain amount to message your audience. They can't tell you, hey, you can't send this because they have to approve it. So there's a lot of restrictions with using messenger uh, at this time. So typically I recommend text uh, for mobile marketing. Let's talk about that a little bit because you know I, I know people got kind of messed up with the strategies they were using with ManyChat because of limitations on, uh, I forgot exactly what it was, but like, you know, you, you can't, you know, message them after so many days of inactivity and, and this and that. But what are the the general rules of of text marketing? Obviously, you can't just like spam people, you know, with no consequences. Mm-hmm. But uh, in general, what do uh, people who, who utilize text marketing need to understand uh, in this country and in the USA, I'm sure it's different in, in, in other countries, but what do they need to know? What, what could get them in trouble here in the, in the States? Yeah. One of the important things that I recommend is to be aware of compliance. Uh, so obviously text is a regulated channel, meaning that you can't just spam random phone numbers. You definitely get in trouble. And the FCC has enacted the, TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act, to protect consumers who have cell phones from getting spammed by any individual or telemarketers, et cetera. Uh, so I always recommend every marketer to you know, either talk to a lawyer or figure out what the different rules are for text marketing. But the main thing is that you can't just download a text list and just start spamming people. Uh, people need to actually give you consent. Uh, to text them. So if you have like a form where people can opt in and then check a box, say, hey, you can text me, uh, stuff like that. So you need to make sure that those people are aware that you're going to be texting them. So that's the first thing. And also like it's courtesy, right? Like you're not just like, you know, abusing people's privacy. Text is like a very private channel for people. So uh, you don't want to be that person that's uh, just texting people and then they're like mad about it and they're not coming back to your website to make a purchase. So compliance is a big mm-hmm. thing. So make sure that people are opting in and they actually want to receive your text messages. Uh, and once you got that right, the next part is what you actually send. Uh, obviously don't spam people. 
uh, <laughs> I know that's one of the reasons why Messenger, Facebook, we're seeing like people are just spamming and spamming. But with text, you could get like in legal trouble for it, uh, spamming. You could get sued by consumers up to $500 for its per text messages. And if you get a class action, you're basically done. So you definitely don't want to be spamming. So yeah. there's a lot of different things, but mainly like if you have a an audience, make sure they're opting in uh, and yeah, send them relevant content, segment your audiences uh, and just do uh, the right thing. Uh, I know people typically know what they should be doing and they know like what they shouldn't be doing. and uh, and as marketers, like it's always the people who know what they should be doing, but they decide to do uh, what's not right because they want to squeeze as much out of the list as possible. And then that ends up ruining channels for other marketers. So yeah, uh, just don't spam and make sure that people are opting in compliantly. Okay. Now, now just to get people excited or, or to understand the potential here, you know, um, what kind of facts and figures can you give us like on an actual, you know, company? I mean, you don't have to say the name of the company or anything, but you can just say, Hey, there was a company and they were doing, you know, a thousand dollars a week on this project or this product. And, and they started implementing uh, text marketing. And then over the next, you know, within six months, we were able to three X their sale. I mean, just, just some example kind of like that, a real life example so that people understand the potential here. Sure. Yeah. We have a lot of those. Uh, so we have clients that are doing over a million a month in text marketing alone, uh, especially right now when some products are out of stock and people want to know when the product is back. So we have brands like that who are sending those back in stock notification that's working really well. Uh, and with text having so much reach, we're talking 99% open rates and 10, 20, sometimes 30% click through rates. You can really reach most of your audience. So you don't really need a big list to see results. And we have brand that we're doing about 100K through text and then they came to us and we took them to like 500 to 600,000 per month in revenue. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, different case studies that we have on our website. But I would say like the main thing is that for a channel like text, typically we see around a 25X return on investment on the channel. So for every dollar you spend on text, you can get up to 25 uh, or more back. Uh, so there's a lot of great opportunity on this channel for uh, any e-commerce person to average it. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So in actuality, you know, obviously a lot of our listeners are, are um, Amazon based, but do you have Amazon sellers who use your service? Uh, mainly e-commerce, like direct-to-consumer, Shopify, Magento, WooCommerce, whatever the platform is, that's the typical mm -hmm. clients that we work with. Uh, but we do have like uh, some brands that want to build up an audience that they can text uh, Amazon yes. links to. So that's something that you can do because I know sometimes Amazon brands like to build up an email list uh, that they can then leverage to yep. drive traffic to. Um, so you can consider a text marketing list uh, as an option and it'll probably even work better just because of the open and click through rates. Uh, so that's something that Amazon brands can leverage if you're going the building uh, an audience route. And also I know some Amazon brands that can uh, send postcards 
to their audiences. Yes. You can get them to opt in through text to those postcards so you can reach them directly. All right, let's take a quick break and let's get into my BTS that uh, can stand for whatever you want. Bradley's 30 seconds or possibly bountiful tactic systems behind the scenes, whatever you want it to stand for. But this is uh, my tip for the week. During Q4 and who knows how long into Q1 it's going to go, uh, many sellers for newer items or even existing items have uh, maximum quantity limitations that they can send into Amazon. Now, the way to find out what your maximum quantity limitation is inside of Amazon takes kind of forever to, to get to. But if those of you who have Helium 10, just go into your profits tool and into your inventory forecasting. And right there, there's a column where you can see instantly how many units you have available to send into Amazon so that you can plan your inventory out. Let me give you a, I mean, I'm just coming up with this at the top of my head, like a random scenario here, and then maybe you can finish it off here. So I would imagine like uh, a couple of different ways that that people can get the uh, the uh, phone number, because obviously Amazon does not you know give out the, the phone number of 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 customers anymore and you're not necessarily supposed to contact them outside of the uh, Amazon ecosystem. So two ways that I could think this would work. Number one is, is before they even get to Amazon, you know, kind of like the way that people use many chat is, Hey, we're going to throw up a Facebook ad and to try and get people into, into our funnel, you know, through, through many chat. And then, and then we'll eventually direct direct them to, to uh, Amazon. But at the very least, now we've got their, we've got them in our many chat audience. So I would imagine that it could be possible to do something similar, like like, hey, I'm going to put a Facebook ad to, hey, get 50% off of of this item or get 75%. You just have to opt in to the tech. So there maybe be the, the the call to action would be in the in the Facebook, uh, in the Facebook ad, and then you know let, let's just take this. Let, let's start with this one, and then I'll give the other scenario that I came up with in my mind. So so is that possible? And then how would that work? Like what would the the click do on the on the Facebook ad, does the Facebook ad just just say, "Hey, text this number to do it," and then you got to hope that they they do it, or does it actually can it click into a a a text uh, you know conversation from the Facebook ad directly? Yeah, that's a good question. I think what you could do is click into a Facebook lead form. So instead of like sending them to the landing page with the Facebook lead form, they can it auto populates their phone number. Uh, and most people have the most current phone number on Facebook because Facebook is making everybody have this whole two-factor authentication thing. So you got to have the most update numbers. Otherwise, you get locked out of your account. Uh, so people most of the time have the most up-to-date phone number. So if you use a Facebook lead form, you can collect their phone number directly through that. Uh, and then from there, you can send it to a platform like ManyChat if you want to use it for text um, or post group attentive. Uh, some of those apps uh, that you want to use for e-commerce. So, or uh, the other option is to send them a landing page where on the landing page, you can get their uh, phone number. And on that landing page, you can have, you can split test, right? You can have one that has a lot of copy that goes more in detail. And then if they're exiting the page, you can have the exit intent pop-up to collect that phone number, or you can just have a direct option page. Uh, typically, I recommend having more content on the landing page. That way you can filter more people and have a more targeted audience. Uh, and so those are some of the two options. That actually works out great for uh, Helium 10 because we have landing page 
software uh, included in, in our, our package for sellers where in the past it's mainly just to like, you know, maybe deliver coupons or, or try and get their email address since, you know, they don't have the contact information or or things like that. But then I, I could see that integrating perfectly with with getting their phone number instead of just their email address. And then we will have their we can have them in our in our text audience, I guess. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. How, how about this then scenario? The other option I was thinking of is, is kind of like what you were talking about, you know, something on the box, you know, which is kind of, you know, I'm not sure I have to check into what, what the latest from Amazon is. I might not want to put something on the outside box that Amazon can see, but insert cards where you, you could say, Hey, text this number to, 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 to get our warranty or, or, or to qualify for your, 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 um, you know, lifetime warranty or something. So then that could be either a QR code that generates something automatically or or is the better way to do it is just having them say text, you know, 3333 to, to this number or, or, or how would you suggest doing that in an insert card? Yeah, QR codes are also really great. Uh, that's something that I forgot to mention, but if they can scan a QR code and go directly uh, into a text conversation, that would be even better because they don't have to type in the number and the whole keyword thing. Uh, and I think people are getting more used to QR codes with like restaurants now. They don't give you the menu. You got to scan the whole QR code. I'm not sure if you have experienced that yet at a restaurant now. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody, no, nobody knew about that before. Very, very rare. Except, oh yeah, we're a trendy restaurant. You can get the menu on the QR code. But like literally exactly. everywhere I go now, that's all, that's all it is. It's all QR codes. Yeah, exactly. So people are getting more used to it now. So maybe... Uh, QR codes will work much better. Uh, and I think it makes the experience a lot better because they don't have to type anything in. So yeah, QR code, like insert packets inside of the package itself. So you don't put on top of the package and Amazon might find out, but uh, that could be a strategy that works too. Okay, interesting, interesting. Now, how you talked to, you gave us some numbers like, hey, you know, sometimes it's 25X. So like, what are people doing to be able to get those kind of numbers? Like, what is the offer? Like, what is the strategy here? I mean, we've just been talking about how to get them into the flows and and how to how to acquire the numbers and stuff. But what is, what's the actual strategy of how people are generating money from this type of advertising? Sure. I think, yeah, the reason why it's important to cover how to get people in, because if you don't have anyone on your list, it's very hard to generate revenue. So I think the most important part is actually getting that those subscribers onto your list. But once you have people on your list, what you want to do is uh, make sure that the audience is targeted, right? You know, people who are interested in your product. And what you want to do is engage with them maybe two times, two to three times per week, depending on your audience. Uh, some audiences might be able to handle less than that, maybe just once a week, but typically twice a week is fine. Uh, recently, we did a survey. Uh, or 2020 state of DTC text marketing report. And we found out that over 75% of consumers have signed up for text messages through online stores in the past year. And they're receiving around three plus messages uh, per week, uh, which has been like really interested to uncover. So people are very used to text marketing already. So people are not really going to get annoyed receiving text marketing, a text campaign from your business. Uh, so that's the first thing. So knowing that what we want to do is craft messages that would get our customers to click to where we want to send them. So what we don't want to do is like, 
obviously someone cannot make a purchase directly from text yet. So our main goal is to get them to click. So what we want to do is send content around the product benefits. Uh, and this comes from like knowing your audience very well, right? Uh, if you have a product that's been selling already, uh, you know what works. So that type of copy and then just kind of getting them to uh, click with a strong call to action. And with text, because it's a kind of like an instant channel, you want to also uh, put some urgency um, on it. So like, hey, get uh, this product limited offer or, you know, offer expires tonight, midnight tonight, et cetera. Uh, because people are going to open it very quickly and with some urgency, you're going to get more people clicking. For e-commerce sites, if you're integrated, what you can do is more like automated stuff. So with a welcome series, when someone opts in, you can send them a series of messages to try to get them to convert. Uh, so it could be like a five-part welcome series that sends uh, in the span of two weeks that welcomes them to your brand and gives them more information about the product that they're interested in. And then you have your abandoned cart message to get those people who are leaving stuff in their cart to come back. It works really, really well. Uh, you're looking at 20, 25% click-through rates on those messages, which is really good. The last thing I would say was is to also respond to customers because I know some marketers like to do text marketing, people reply back and then they just don't respond. Uh, text is a two-way communication channel. That's how in nature people use it. If you're communicating with friends, family, coworkers, uh, it's usually a two-way conversation. So if you're people, you have people replying uh, to your campaigns, respond to them. Most of the time they want to make a purchase and they probably just have a question right before pulling that trigger. So make sure to respond uh, to questions about orders, et cetera. It just makes the experience a lot better. And at the end of the day, we just want to be heard. So if you take time to respond, they're probably going to come back and make another purchase. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's important too, because just me personally, I, I just hate like talking on the phone and, and, and I'm all about like chat, customer support and things like that. But then like, for example, not Comcast, but uh, Cox, I have Cox uh, cable out here, which is, which is just as bad. But uh, for, for whatever reason, I love the, the only way I like talking to their customer support is through Twitter DM. Like I found they've got a Twitter, you know, support channel. And then that's how I, that's how I do my customer support. But so basically if you're marketing on a certain text number, somebody can reply to it and it actually goes somewhere so that you can have a two-way conversation or how does that work? Yeah, let's say you're using mini chat, for example, for text. If people are replying back, you it's gonna go. There's like always a chat uh, tab where your responses are coming back. Like I think every platform has it. So yeah, when people are responding back, you're gonna see it in a chat tab, and you're gonna be able to like text people back and forth. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm that's, the that's, same that's way. Good. I'm the same way too of customer support. I, I hate calling. Like I would go in like a hotel and then like the idea of just calling like uh, and ordering food, I just like hate it so much. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I'm always like a chat person. So like everything I try to do over like chat or text. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. I just hate talking on the phone. Uh, I want I want to just 
even with a hotel, like I don't want to call the front desk and I love the Hilton like little app. I can just like chat with the front desk. I'm like, just like, I don't know. Exactly. Uh, I'm the um, same way. <laughs> but, okay. So this is interesting. This is interesting. Go ahead. <laughs> same way. Huh? Okay. That's good. All right. Now what else should, you know, people know, obviously I have zero experience in this. I'm just coming up with the, the at the top of my head, like kind of questions that I have and that maybe others have, but what what are people, what are some misconceptions maybe you can talk about or, or some things that people don't realize, like the biggest things that people don't realize about marketing via SMS? Yeah, I think the biggest misconception is more like a personal, because I've talked to a lot of marketers and the biggest thing is that people are afraid that they might be invading people's privacy or people might be annoyed. But what you have to realize is that the average person is already predisposed to text marketing through two-factor authentication, delivery notification, presidential campaigns. Like if you look at all the presidential campaign, if every one of them had like Texas keyword to this number, like most people are already predisposed to it. So text is not really something that's going to surprise a customer. So don't be afraid to try, at least try it. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, you know, you don't, you might feel that it might be annoying, but once you do it and you see the results coming, it's definitely going to change your mind. Like we've had many marketers just like, you know, think that would be annoying to text two, three times per week. But when you do it, it works. You want to do even more. So yeah, like I think people are just, maybe they've had a bad experience with it in the past, but text today is completely different. There's a lot of regulation to stop people who are spamming. And it's very easy for consumers to unsubscribe today. Uh, they All they have to do is reply stop. So that's not even an issue. So from talking to many marketers, I think that's the biggest thing that I've heard. Uh, it's either like someone who's like very excited to do it or someone who's like, oh, I would never like let a brand text me. Like that's just like uh, <laughs> invasion of privacy or whatever. But the data shows otherwise the consumer is spending time in the channel like text and businesses have to reach those customers where they are, which is on their smartphone. So text is only going to be used more and more often as over the coming years, since that's where the consumer is and the consumer want to text with businesses, just like the text with friends, family, coworkers. Uh, so ultimately you're just going to have to use it since that's where the consumer is. Okay. So then is there like a, a, a platform that, that you have or, or, or do you just utilize other platforms or how is this actually run? Like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of our listeners would probably want to contact you and, and see you about, you know, getting started, but what would the process be like, like me, like I, I've, we've got some case study products here at Helium 10 that, that we did a YouTube series on. Like one is a, a coffin shelf and, and one is an egg tray. So like if I were to say, Hey, Ari, I, I want to start, uh, I'm going to put a, um, I'm going to use helium 10 and, and maybe put like a, you know, make a landing page or something, or maybe I'm going to put an insert in later and, and I'm going to get people into this funnel or at least I'm going to capture these, these text messages. And now I've got, you know, now I've got, you know, 500 phone numbers. And now what do I do with this, Are you? So what's the next step there? Sure. A platform that you could use for Amazon seller, uh, sellers, I think ManyChat can be a great platform because you have that flexibility to use both Messenger and SMS on the same platform. Uh, and I think it definitely is easy to get that customer's phone number directly from Facebook or a landing page and have it in ManyChat and send them campaigns directly through there. But if you're an e-commerce brand doing direct to consumer through Shopify, uh, Postscript, 
Yapo, SMS are two great apps. And if you're like a much bigger brand, uh, Attentive is a brand that we also work with. So those are some of the platforms that I recommend. Uh, and at the end of the day, we are a marketing agency. We are helping businesses implement. So whatever platform you're on doesn't really matter. We've used pretty much every platform that's out there uh, and know what really works. Uh, so yes, yeah, first platforms, those are some of the ones that I would recommend. Okay, cool, cool. Now, one thing that we do on this show, we have what's called a or a TST 30 second tip. You've been giving us a lot of different strategies about how to utilize SMS marketing. What is something that you can say in like 30 seconds or less that that's highly actionable, valuable to our listeners in regards to here to text messaging? Sure, one tip I could offer for the holiday season is if you're emailing your subscribers for the holiday season, tell them to subscribe to your text list to get early access to your either Black Friday, Cyber Monday or Christmas or whatever holiday season offer you have, they can opt in through text. That's a great way to get those customers onto your text list initially. Uh, the reason why you want to do that is that with text, you get much higher open rates and click-through rates. Um, so with the holiday season, people are sending two to three X more emails. Uh, so with a channel like X, you're just probably going to be the only person in their inbox and you're going to reach them directly. So that could be a great strategy. Uh, we've used it on the last year's Black Friday, Cyber Monday worked really, really well for some of our brands. So that could be one strategy that I think could work for the listeners. Okay, cool. Now, if people want to find you on the interwebs and get more information on how this works and, and possibly see about getting some help from you on a campaign, how can people find you? Yeah, this is my favorite question on any podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can find... Uh, us at convertsmart.com, C-O-N-V-E-R-S-M-A-R-T.com. You can request a free consultation. Uh, like I said, we do text marketing as a service as well as email marketing as a service. So if you want to get a free consultation or a free audit, if you want us to take a look at what you're doing right now and offer different ways that you can improve, definitely reach out to us there. Uh, my email is re at conversesmart.com. If you have any questions, I'm more than happy to help out. Can people have like a text number so that they can see your 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 stuff in action? Isn't there an opt-in maybe uh, via text too? Oh yeah, we do have, uh, it's more like client, I haven't been doing more much personal branding, so I uh -huh. don't have like, a, uh, I don't, like the numbers that we use is just for like clients that are selling products oh, okay. and they have their own numbers. Uh, so it would be like opting in uh, to them. But if you go on a website, you can see some of the projects that we worked on and you can go on a website and be able to opt in and you actually get like some of the text that we're sending out. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, Ari, thank you so much for uh, coming on here. This is something that I, I think uh, I would say 95%, if not more of Amazon sellers maybe have not considered, you know, most of them have heard of email marketing. Most have heard of many chat, but, but text marketing might be a new concept. So I thank you for coming on and, and, uh, educating us on this and, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again in the future. Thanks for having me.